Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Probably has to say that for legal reasons. Happy birthday! Yay! It's our 20th birthday! We're having a party! Actually, this station was born June 10th, 2002, and we were given the name FM 107. It sounded a little something like this. Jane asked her doctor about FM 107. Now, she's getting FM 107 all the time. Real life conversation, only on 107.1. 20 years later, we've become a Marconi award-winning station known as MyTalk 1071. Actually, I'd like that better. To celebrate, we gave Lori and Julia, the two gals who have been here since day one, the day off. The bar is open, ladies. <laughs> and here to host our three-hour birthday bash broadcast, presented by Chanhassen Dinner Theaters, the man who made his radio debut in 2005 as FM 107's Buzz Boy, Jason Matheson. And good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to the third hour of the My Talk Birthday Bash, the 20th anniversary, presented by our family over at Chanhassen Dinner Theaters. We're live here at Lush. Let's give another round of applause to the folks here at Lush. They do a great job. There's Andy back there behind the bar. Uh, well, we've talked to Colleen and Bradley. We've talked to Ed and Marjorie, the weekend shows, uh, Donna and Steve. I don't know who's left. I can't think of anyone. I can't think of anyone. <laughs> That's right. Uh, I'm kind of putting down the mic. Uh, for She's returning to the airwaves for the first time since... The late 70s, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, the legend herself, Amy Daniels, better known as B. Arthur. Uh, thanks, I think. I think. Thanks, I think. And joining us on the phone, she is my sister from another mister, and I can't imagine the last 20 years without her. Give it up, live from Shoreview, Alexis Thompson. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Hi, Lex. Hi, sweetie. I'm, hi, guys. I'm so bummed I can't be there with you today. Oh, we're bummed, too. We're bummed, too. How are you feeling? I'm feeling much better. At, well, I'm on the mend. Let's say that. I, I got the COVID, and, um, you know, just getting just getting better. So I'm just happy that I um, can talk to you guys and, and celebrate. I'm there in spirit. You, I know. you sound a little teary, sweet pea. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I've been listening. You guys are doing a great job. It's been really fun to listen. Oh, it's not the same not having it's you not. with us. I feel very, because you're gone and I feel like a little orphan. I feel like <laughs> it's just, just Jason. It's Lex. I'm All standing up here like, I don't have any of my friends. <laughs> Well, it's I'm like going to summer camp, here. but all your, all your friends went to a different summer camp. Exactly. And you're just oh, Exactly. Well, before we get started, because uh, Amy's going to kind of take over the next two segments, uh, but just like the other shows, Rocco's worked his earth off, and uh, we're no different. He has put together, because Lord knows, and Lex knows,
knows it. We've had our share of laughs since 2008, <laughs> uh, from uh, being peed on uh, to <laughs> to being peed on. That to, didn't happen. What are you talking about? That didn't happen, Lex. It didn't at all. Here's the very best of Jason and Alexis in the morning. Welcome to the Jason and Alexis show with Jason Matheson and Alexis Thompson. Jason is a movie critic, entertainment reporter, and expert on all things television. He'll give you the inside scoop every morning. Alexis will give you the inside scoop too and knit you something out of her own hair. Huge shed sale. Huge shed sale. Huge shed. Huge shed. Huge shed. Huge shed shit. <laughs> oh my god. It is time for the weigh in. Double weigh in. Our producer's boobs. Oh my god. <laughs> they are resting on that. 12.75. Wow. <laughs> Whoa. Wow. pounds. There's a guy, he had like a, pe a peasant shirt on and a gray poncho. And I start screaming, Hodor! Hodor! Hey, Hodor! Oh, Jesus. He's like, I, I'm not Hodor. And was he a big guy? He was a big guy. Okay, big so. guy. I mean, he looked like Hodor. He was actually Liam Neeson's character in Star Wars. Qui-Gon Jinn. Qui-Gon Qui Jinn. Qui Jinn. Oh. So the next time I saw him, I go, Force be with you. I mean, oh, I was just... Lex, <laughs> damn it! <laughs> if you mess up once, Lex, just don't <laughs> talk to him! Oh, gosh. Oh, he would just look at me and go, mm. I'm always looking for the best burrito and best Mexican food here. It's on Larpenter Avenue. It's between the Auto Zone and Cub Foods. They are closed today, so that's kind of a horrible tease right now. Oh, but my Lord. <laughs> I just, Alexis! I didn't know! Oh, I didn't know. So Somebody called and said, just P.S. It doesn't have any signage in its only takeout. Go to the yellow door behind the auto zone and knock four times and say, Burrito! monkey pees at midnight. And then they'll let you in. You, you open the half door and there's going to be a guy named Carlos. And you say to Carlos, which way to the burritos? It's one of Alexis's dolls that has crossed over. Are you in her house right now, creepy doll? Yes. Okay. Okay. Where's Angel? I can't really talk about that. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh wow. There it is. Wow. Oh, Lexus, God. so much fun, Good time. right? Good times, good times. Good times. You know what? When I first hired you guys, talk about the first show you did on Saturday nights with a really dumb name that I'll take all credit for. Yeah. The, the Saturday Night Groove. The Saturday Night Groove. <laughs> and w just tell me about when, I, you know, I don't remember when you two first met. Tell me about that. Lex, you can tell the story of how we, we, we were in your, how we yeah. met. Well, I loved the name, by the way, because we got to spin off of Madonna's Get Into the Groove. So oh, that's right. I was very yeah, happy that with good. that. And, we, and our little little theme song was like, it's Jason Lexi on the MIC. <laughs> it was really fun. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, let's see. So I was the producer for the Kevin Berger Show, and Jason would call in on Fridays with movie reviews. And we would just kind of... 
kind of kicked it off. I, I just thought of him as like a big brother who's so funny and witty and always had a really fun take on movies. And we just uh, started a friendship. And then it just, I, I guess from there, maybe because Jace was really fun to listen to and, and we kind of kicked it off. And Jace was like, hey, let's try this. And Meredith joined us. And so we did a, the Saturday Night Groove from 7 to 10 on Saturday nights. Am I remembering that right, Jace? You are remembering it. And Lex, this is my memory of those early days, and you know what I'm going to say. So this was when Lex and I were way younger, and um, <laughs> we could stay up past 9:30. And <laughs> like the now we laugh. The fact that we had to do a show till 10 p.m. is a, like a nightmare scenario. Scenario. But this is what I remember. Lex and I were so young, so we did the show, and we would meet because we were excitable oh, yeah. new friends. So we would meet. Lex knows what I'm going to say. We would meet before every show, and we'd go to the Leaning Tower of Pizza. And Lex and I bonded because we're not those new friends that like, oh, I'll just get a salad. I'm not going to eat in front of people. No. Lex, this is how I knew we were good friends because Lex goes, I said, okay, go ahead and order. She goes, I'll take a large pepperoni pizza and, and a Caesar salad. And I said, and I look at the server, I go, I'll take the same thing. And we would eat like a full pizza, right, Lex? We'd eat a full yes. pizza. And then we'd go to do the damn show. And then and we'd get done at 10. And we would get done at 10. And Lex goes, let's go dance. So then we'd go oh. out and dance until like 2 a.m. And now oh. I can't even think about that. It's like, exhausting It's to exhausting. Think about. So that's where it came from. And you listened to it. You hired us for that. Because, well, yeah. I had originally heard you on the show on Kevin Berger's show when Lex was the producer that you referenced Lex. Yeah. And I remember thinking, who is, you, they called you the Fox 9 Fox. The Fox 9 Fox, yeah. And yeah. I remember thinking, who is this Fox 9 Fox guy? And so I dug a little further into it, talked to Lex, and he, she was like, oh, he's great. And I was like, I don't know who he is, but I'm bringing him in here. Yeah. And you and I hit it off right away. We hit it off right away. Yeah. And, and that was... Part of the reason why I was able to make fun of you, like from the day, from first, from the first day, was <laughs> right. And I don't want to detract from you two because that's the main event here. But Jason and I, Jason is like, and I'm not kidding. Jason's like my son. Yeah. I mean, because she's considerably kids. older. Really, <laughs> really. And my mom, who bless oh. her heart. Just oh, you're passed. gonna tell this? Yes. Oh. My mom would I'd, every time I'd go to see my mom, she passed in May, but she would say. Why does Jason hate you so much? And I go, Lex, no. remember that? She used to get so that? mad. I do. And yes. I go, Mom, no, it's 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 a bit. And she go, I don't even know what that means. <laughs> and I go, What? It's like supposed to be funny. And she goes, Well, it's not. Uh, so the early years with AIM and Lex, mm. I try to pick what try to try to guess what I'm getting ready to, to talk about. So the early days. So Amy put us in the Saturday Night Groove, and then they mm -hmm. kept approaching Fox. I said, We really want Jason to do a weekday show, um, would you let it? And they played kind of chicken with Fox. They never thought, um, Fox kept saying no, and then my boss at the time thought he had him. He goes, fine, I'll let Jason leave in the middle of his workday, but you have to build the radio studio here at Fox. And Fox never thought that Dan and Amy would do it. And okay. Dan, and Dan goes, okay, it'll be done by the end of the week. And my boss at Fox like peed on himself. Uh -huh. He was like, now we have to do it. 
So the early days, I was actually not in the building, but then I was in the building for a couple of years. And Lex and I and Amy would always have lunch together, oh and we would go down. We'd Lex, you know what I'm going to say. We went. Is this down about the, Lex's lunch? This is about Lex's lunch and your dumbass lunch. So we would go. We were, we were down in the cafeteria. We were down in the cafeteria, and, and Lex had like a Mary Poppins purse, and Amy and I would sit there. I need and, snacks. You need snacks? Like Lex 25 like, snacks? Lex is like, yes. um, Lex, Lex would look at us and go, y'all want some snacks? And Amy and I would go, sure. And she goes, here's some octopus testicles. And, and some she seaweed. Would, some seaweed crisps. And, and, she, and, and crab Some kept, baby crab eggs. Baby crab eggs. Yeah. She kept pulling. And Amy goes, how big is that purse? <laughs> like, how much stuff do you have? And, and sadly, I wanted nothing. Nothing. Nothing she had. It was all icky. Yeah. Alexis and I have decided that if we ever like lived on a deserted island together, she could have whatever food she wanted because I want nothing to do with it. Nothing. It's nothing. disgusting. That's true, but we love the same TV shows and movies, so that's actually perfect. Yeah. But so Saturday night, so I loved you. Saturday night groove. I loved Lex. Put you guys together, and really, the reason I did it was to stash you on our radio station until Fox would say yes. Yeah. That really kind was of put the, on the bench. And you, you were talking about how our show was kind of, in your mind, the catalyst. Because Lori and Julia, again, it all starts with them. Lori and Julia were already doing pop culture. Lex and I, that's what we did. We didn't have you let us do whatever we want. And Lex and I, that was our wheelhouse. So we, the two shows were kind of your recipe for taking the station that in direction. In a new Am direction, right yeah, for sure. I mean, Ian and Marjorie did tons of pop culture as well. Sadly, we lost Ian Marjorie for other reasons. Yeah. had nothing to do with that. But having you come on and Lex already knew pop culture, having Lori and Julia was sort of the impetus to start us down the road. When we come back, so Hannah, our digital diva, uh, put a post on my Talk 107.1 social pages. And the question was, what is one of your favorite moments of my talk? Now, we're going to try to get through the next segment without crying because without a doubt, the number one... The number one most said response was the day Alexis announced she was pregnant. We're going to talk about that moment when the 20th anniversary of my talk continues live from Lush. We'll be back right after this. Happy birthday! Thanks, Jinx. Here's another my talk trivia question. According to my talk social media maven, Millennial Hannah, what's the most viral video my talk has ever posted on social media? Was it A, Lady Exercise in Hawaii, B, Steve Patterson's cold weather segment on Live with Kelly, or C, Alexis's husband on Hell's yard sale season tips? We'll have the answer when we return on My Talk 1071. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Sorry, Lady Exercise. The most viral MyTalk video ever to hit the webs was when Steve Patterson did a video hit with Kelly Ripa during a Minnesota cold weather week. Oh my gosh. Um, hey, Steve. Can you hear us? Can you hear yeah. us? Um, 
Yeah, this this is real, guys. Yeah. This is very real. Uh, well, first and foremost, a hearty aloha from sunny Minnesota. The current air temperature is negative 24 degrees. For our Canadian viewers who want to know the Celsius equivalent, it's probably negative. Holy crap, it is so cold. It's very cold. For more My Talk memories, let's throw it back to the Birthday Bash host, Jason Matheson. And welcome back. We're live here at Lush for the 20th Birthday Bash for My Talk. I'm Jace. Standing here with the woman taking over uh, this segment, uh, our boss, our leader, the grand poobah, the legend herself, B. Arthur, Amy Daniels. And joining us on the phone is, uh, is my broadcast sister, Alexis from uh, Shoreview. And hey, girl, hey. Hey, girl, hi. Hey, girl, hi. Well, Lex, I don't know if you saw, but uh, the results are in, and I think Hannah can back me up on this. Uh, they posted on the My Talk socials what was everyone's favorite moment, uh, most memorable thing that folks remember from My Talk over 20 years. And when I looked at it, it was far and away uh, the moment that you revealed that after a long struggle, you were pregnant. And talk to us. Yeah, talk about yeah, that. Yeah, let's talk about that yeah. day from your point of view. Well, I had no idea how this was going to go. And I thought, gosh, how could I do this in a fun way? I was doing quizzes anyway on the show, and I thought, all right, well, I'll just come up with some quiz questions about some celebrities, and I'll just, like, put myself in there and just see if they would guess it and see what would happen. Because I had just told my family the weekend before, and with just a little, like, face, I thought, you know what? <laughs> Let's just do it. And um, it it turned out really really fun um I, your guys's reactions i think you weren't listening right away jason because we were no. on our way to the to break i wasn't you know it, I wasn't, it was the very last thing yeah it was the last question so we had yes we had already like lex said we we played games anyway so that wasn't out of yeah. the ordinary but i was preparing <laughs> we were doing something new i think in the next segment so I wasn't, no i kid you were yeah it was it was just kind of like oh let's see if I can answer this really quick not knowing like well how would anybody know this I had no idea how it would go. No, and people to this day. So then Alexis revealed she in, in the quiz the answer was she was pregnant, and when you hear the clip, um, when when you listen that day, Dawn and I like Dawn didn't know Lex didn't tell <laughs> us, and it took us a moment, and then I looked yeah. in the. And Lex, I was like, what is she saying? Because I wasn't paying attention. And then I saw, I looked, I looked, we had the B. Arthur spy cameras, and I look at the camera, and Dawn is bawling, like just bawling. And I thought, should I be crying? Did like, something important did something, just happen? What happened? And then, and then Dawn like, goes, me. It's actually me. Dawn goes, I'm pregnant. Lex is pregnant. And then I just lost it. I just, because, you know, Lex had shared. And I asked permission before revealing this. You know, Lex and I had gone on a trip uh, in 2012 to Dallas. And that was really, Lex, kind of the first time that you and I had kind of talked about it. So I had known about your struggle at that point for about seven, eight years. So yeah. it, hit, it hit me really, really hard. And, and I just, it was such a great, yeah, it's my number one moment, Lex, without a doubt. Oh, well, gosh, well, it was so fun. For, and just Lex to celebrate for, with you guys. And, um, you know, with, with the my talkers and cause you know, I don't necessarily, it wasn't something that came up very often. Like, Hey, we're having a hard time getting pregnant. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it wasn't like that at all. Um, so to, 
be able to share that was just really fun. And you just, you just never know, you know, I wanted to wait until, you know, the time where it was safe to tell everybody. And, and it was very scary too, just that it happened and that he did so well and still doing so great. Cutest kid ever. you have ever seen. <laughs> yeah. Zen. And, and the first time, the first time we met Zen, um, B. Arthur was coming to the hospital too. Alexis had called. All- <laughs> oh God! Flex knows what I'm going to say. Here we go. Don and I had gone to the hospital, and B. Arthur was going to meet a little bit later. And we go there, and Alexis had said, "Oh, here's Zen." And Zen was in the the, the little machine, right, Lex? What was the machine called? Like the, a little, yeah, the little uh, incubator. incubator. Yeah, he was in the for a month. Yeah, so B. Arthur calls Alexis, and she goes, I'm here. So B. Arthur, so, um, <laughs> so Lex goes to get B. Arthur, and we were able, I th- were we holding him? I don't know. I, maybe we were holding him, and Dawn's holding him, and then I start to talk to Zen, and I'm telling Dawn a story, and I said a really bad word to, to Dawn, <laughs> and the minute I said that word, Zen goes, just starts like screaming and lex comes back she goes what the hell did you two do be arthur you walked in you're like what did you two what do did you do baby? my baby was fine when i left yeah and now he's crying don't That's worry right. his cousin and his parents are telling him plenty of words that uh, we hope he doesn't repeat so we have just a couple minutes left you guys talk about just talk in general about the last what now are where are we at now 16 years 16 years 16 years talk about oh that ladies God. first lex Wow. Well, you know, I'm really grateful to my talk and to everyone on our team and the listeners because I started at the station when I was 25 years old. And, um, you know, I feel like I have really grown up on the station. I have have some of my greatest friendships ever um, through my colleagues and you guys, <laughs> the listeners and advertisers and clients and it just uh it just really warms my heart that we're still doing this that we get to wake up every morning and just have some fun also it's a respite for our lives too to just wake up and know that we can laugh and have a good time and i get to do it with jason don and kenny and just it's just really a joy and that we've been able to do it this long i'm so grateful yeah I echo what Lex said. It's it's a it's a privilege. Marjorie, if she's still in the room, Marjorie said something to us, and Lex knows again what I'm going to say. Um, privilege is a good word. When Lex and I took over the morning show, Marjorie pulled us aside right before the show was going to debut, and she said the best part about our time slot is Lex and Lex and I have the ability and the honor to start people's day off with a smile and on a good note. And that has never left me. And Lex, I think it's never left you, right? Yeah, no, I mean, it's the absolute truth. We get to smile and laugh, and hopefully we're mirroring that for them and uh, just have some great friendships and just have some fun in the morning because don't we need some joy and laughter? Yeah, <laughs> so, absolutely. Uh, we always Especially, say this, and we and truly I just mean want it. To say, the best listeners in the world. I just want to say to both of you, you were really my, I mean, really my first hire, like my first official higher that I did sort of on my own because I was new to the radio station in terms of being the program director. I could not be prouder of you two. I have belly laughed for years listening to you. My mom has been tortured by it, but I always knew that the jokes were out of love. And if you can't give crap to the people you love, then who can you? Absolutely. Lex, thank you. I know you're not feeling well, so this means a lot. I'm so, I can't imagine (laughs) doing this without you. 
I love you. We miss you. We miss you. Alexis Thompson, everyone, live from Shoreview. Thank you. When we come back, one of our signature events is Project Donna Dirty. We'll be back in just a second. Happy birthday! It's My Talk 1071's birthday bash! People don't think turning 20 is a big deal, but it's all I've been thinking about. As we go to break, here's a little My Talk trivia question for you. What household pest did Donna Valentine think was the reincarnation of her recently deceased dog, Max? Was it A, a housefly, B, a box elder bug, or C, a spider? We'll have the answer when we return. Happy birthday! Welcome back to the My Talk 20th Birthday Bash, presented by Chanhassen Dinner Theaters. When Donna's beloved dog, Max, passed away in 2018, she couldn't bring herself to swat a housefly she named Frankie. After all, Frankie just might have been inhabited by the spirit of Max. R.I.P. Frankie. You've been so fly and generous. I don't know why you stop flying for your buzz and I am dead to you. Here's a guy inhabited with a spirit of Merv Griffin, Johnny Carson, Ed Sullivan, and more, Jason Matheson. And welcome back to our third and final hour of the My Talk 20th Birthday Bash live from Lush. So this, the next, uh, the final half hour is going to be a lot of fun because it's the whole family up here, and we have. Uh, it is going to be fun, Lori. I heard that. I heard that, Lori. <laughs> the doubts coming the, from the her. You're on a microphone, Lori. For the love of Pete. Uh, we thought it would be worthy and important uh, to talk about an institution, whether we want it to uh, want it to be or not, of my talk 1071 for the, the past what 12 years, and that's Project Down and Dirty. And uh, and other than entertaining folks, the the benchmark of what we do includes charity. And the biggest charity event we do every year is Project Down and Dirty, where the managers make us step out of our comfort zone and do a variety of things like a musical, run a restaurant, join the military, scare Steve, do comedy. <laughs> um, so we're going to talk about Project Down and Dirty. Colleen, I'm going to start with you because you're to my Not left you. here. When you... What was your favorite and your least favorite Project Down and Dirty? This is so easy. My favorite was Project Down and Dirty, the musical, because it was amazing. And also, uh, you remember, this was kind of like our first big performy one, and we were in, where were we, the Pantages the Theater. Pantages. And when the, when the curtain came up, and we heard all of you amazing fans cheering, and we were terrified. It was like, oh, we're going to be all right. They want us to succeed. It was absolutely... So that was my favorite. Least favorite, the Mall of America. Goodbye. See you later. Well, I'm so... <laughs> hi, Marjorie. I'm so oh. glad. That was... <laughs> Colleen, you didn't even... Thank you. you. You teed me up well because we've brought back to the stage Marjorie Punnett. Now, when we think... When we think of my talk and we think of Project Down and Dirty and we think of the Mall of America one... We think of two words. Bad Marjorie. Bad Marjorie. There you go. I like this guy in the back who's going. Yeah, that's Phil. We ignore him at various times okay. of the year. But Marjorie, um, yes, yes, yes. why don't you explain to maybe the newbies? Um, Where what, are the newbies? The, the new listeners, maybe, that don't know I knew. Hi. your behavior. Nice to meet you. 
uh, during that project, Down and Dirty. How did Bad? How was Bad Marjorie born? Well, there's the oh gosh, it really started at the Minnesota State Fair. Yeah. When I escaped, <laughs> nothing was happening. They wanted us all to be mad at each other, and they wanted things. They wanted like heat. They wanted tension between all of us. And we all ended up really loving each other so yes. much. Do you remember how much yes. we drank? We drank at a lot. At the Minnesota State Fair? Yeah. It was so much fun. And so I just thought, there's the producer in me. I'm like, well, I got to get some heat in here. And so I escaped. I yeah. think that's where it started. And that's where Bad Marjorie started was at the Minnesota State Fair. And then the next year, I was called into my boss's office. And they said, um, you need to be Bad Marjorie again. And I was like, but I don't want to be. I'm not bad. I'm a good person. Like, no, you need to do this. And, and, and I said, do you want to know what I'm going to do? And she said, no, I don't want to know. And so the plot was, basically, I can't even remember the name of the casino. Mystic Lake. Mystic Lake, yeah, thank you. I'm here for you. I know thank all the you. casinos. Thank you. <laughs> so Emma, who was our sweet producer, and I roped her into it. And we decided that we would escape from the Mall of America, which I love you, Mall of America, but I don't want to live there. Yeah. Um, and so we decided we would escape from oh. the Mall of America. Oh, we were furious. I know. And everybody, <laughs> like, I was not prepared to be the villain in the reality show. And so we escaped and we went to Mystic Lake. And I thought this was, like, beautifully produced. Like, we had the sounds of a casino and we pretended that we went to Las Vegas. But we didn't. We were at Mystic Lake. We were, like, 20 oh. minutes away. And then they told me that we couldn't do that, that we really had to go to Vegas. And so I was like, what's happening? So somehow a flight got booked. I forgot that. My poor producer's crying. She's like, everybody's mad at us. I'm like, Emma, I don't know what's happening. They just told us we have to go to Vegas. So we went to Vegas. We picked up some gifts for you guys and then came back. So and that's Bad Marjorie. That's Bad Marjorie. Yeah. And then so back at the Mall of America, oh Lori, we were all fit to be tied. But oh. Lori, you were apocalyptic. You were mad at me? I wanted to be Bad Lori with Bad Marjorie. Oh, oh I wish I could. Oh. oh. Are you oh, kidding? That place, that was hell staying in that store. Oh. <laughs> that was like that was hell. And we had to start the morning with your show? No, have, no, no, it was Ina Marjorie. Oh, Ina Marjorie, you yes. guys, and Wait. then it was so early, but we slept and slept oh, that's right. and did the radio show from a one store at Hardy's. Remember? With yeah, no was, changing oh, available. Horrible. No shower. It was no it was, shower. It was one horrible. toilet. Do you remember? Oh. Wait, there was no shower. I didn't, no. no, I didn't know that because I was at the win in Las, Las Vegas. Vegas. Yeah, right. Marjorie. I was at the win. Marjorie, you know what? We had a shower, and you know we turn had turn around, Marjorie. No, no, no. Yeah, we turn had around. drapes. We had drapes that, like, with a button, would open and close. No, sorry. Donna Valentine, uh, best and least favorite project down in Dirty. Oh gosh, listen, I am the laziest person on the planet, so I like all the really easy ones. Same, same. <laughs> I like the zoo. That was oh, fun. That was I had so to, zen. I had to clean up like taper poop because they poop in a hot tub, and then you clean, <laughs> you drain it and clean it. That was great. Feed the kangaroos. That was great. We also the the other one that was fun, but I don't want to say it out loud in case the boss is listening, which I know he is. Was what? Rock, oh, rock, rock. That was rock, band. Rock, rock band. band. That was a blast. I 
hated it and loved it at the same time yeah. just because of the, the, the people who came out to see it and it was the same thing. You, you took a peek out and you were like, oh, who do God. these people think they're coming to see? Yeah. I think they think Bieber is here yeah. tonight. Yeah. And then it was like, they're here for us? Oh. So that was like exhilarating, yes. but like, I don't want to do that ever again. Thank you. Good night. Bradley, your favorite and least favorite. Oh, gosh. Um, of course, musical was favorite. Least favorite, I mean, I'm, I'm just going to say the obvious. It was the Mall of America. Yeah. I mean, being stuck in that mall with one toilet, ten, uh, what were there, ten of us? At, ten of us ten in of us, one big room. Sleeping in the same space, which, by the way, remember, there was a curtain. The only privacy we had was a curtain between all of us and the entire mall <laughs> who could walk in during business hours to where we slept. Yeah. And remember, people would come in and they would be like, what's Sarah. back there? And they'd start to walk back there and we'd be like, <laughs> um, Steve, let's talk about you for a second. Hey, Jason. And your project down in dirt. Let's talk about comedy for a second. We don't have to. Um, and I, I don't know if you have time because you're still wrapping up your <laughs> set, but I mean. We need some shoes. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Listen, um, Steve, your your set went a little long. I think actually it's still playing out over there at the Mystic Lake. Oh. I remember when I came off stage after uh, Julia had tried to get me off stage. She uh, threw a shoe oh, with my encouragement. We were going, she goes, yeah. should I throw a shoe at him? I she said, did. absolutely. Yes. Jason said yes. We have got I to get him the off the stage. Yeah. yeah. Um, I remember <laughs> I came off and there was somebody from Stevie Ray's Comedy Cabaret and I walked past uh, a group of my talk co-workers and I was like, those aren't happy faces. We had pitchforks, no. you know. And then he just said to me as I walked by, nice tight three. And I was like, okay, maybe yeah. I went a touch, uh, touch too long. I think I ended up doing like 12 and a half or 13 oh. minutes. Um, no, I, it's 15. It. It, it. It. it was 15, 20. Whatever. Alexis kept track. It was, he was supposed to do three. Alexa said you did 15 minutes and 20 seconds. Okay, if you're counting, I guess. I blame, I blame the My Talkers for my fellow stand-up comics. Hang on, hang on, give me a shot. We all practiced our routines, and we were like, I was in a room alone with Stevie Ray, and if you've never done one-on-one -on -one stand-up comedy with a guy you don't know well in a no-window room, mm. that's a tough place to be. And so we did it, and I was like, yeah, that feels like three minutes, we're out of here. And then the crowd was there, and they were laughing, right. and they were giving, and I started writing in some new lines. Oh, and yeah. on, the, I was on the spot. It. And uh, yeah, I'll never do that again. Yep. Let's go back to the beginning because Ian's here, and I really. So Lori and Julia and Ian and Marjorie and Colleen and Bradley hosted, and, and Lex and I were there. We mentioned this a lot, uh, and that's why I'm so happy that all. And you know what I'm going to say. Yeah. The and this isn't hyperbole, it's not over dramatic. The trajectory of this radio station changed uh, one night during the first project down and dirty where we sat at the wine yeah. restaurant uh yeah. into the wee hours of the of the night and bonded for the first time yeah. right Ian? Yeah. yeah and with a lot of the bonding had to do with a story that you told oh, no, no, no. no you don't i started it oh, laurie started it ian and then he one-upped it yeah oh, and boy. boy did he want i can't tell the story no either one of them you no. don't want to hear but it was the kind of thing where I, we were laughing so hard that all I can say is finally Lori and Julia forgave us for getting the best bedroom in the trailer. <laughs> Which I didn't think was possible. Oh no, Lori and, raced. Remember Lori oh, got there early. Yeah, but do you remember? remember who beat her? 
Paul Black. That's right. Why? Because I put a bounty That's on that right. room. Yeah. And I said, Paul, you got to get us that room. And he, that's what he got for us. They made us fight. We were in a very small trailer. Yeah. And, and there's only one run. room. And they made us run into the trailer. They did. They really thought we were going to be Big Brother, is what they had on their hands. I think so. But, Julia, I, I, talk about that night in your per, for your perspective. Oh, that, your, well, the, the, the bonding at, night. Oh, can't. <laughs> It was just, it was so much fun, and we all kind of had yeah. an interesting start and never spent time Let, together. Let's just say many of the people who were there had been overserved. <laughs> Not us. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what's that anyway? But I mean, Jason, I thought I was going to pee my pants, and Alexis was so funny, and you guys, and remember, and Donnie is just like... Oh. He went home early. Yeah. He did? He did. Yeah. He was done with us. Yeah. Well, whatever restaurant we were drinking It was the at, wine place at the, the fair. Whatever wine place it was, yeah. we cleared the place. We did. I will never forget one mother <laughs> who literally had her children there, and she looked afraid of us. And she's, like, getting her children out of there. And we were, like, laughing. And, and we did scare Donnie because that was the yeah. morning. That was the morning, y'all. We all wake up and, and we're, oh, all, we're all sleeping in the same trailer. Yeah. And it, now we can't see Ian and Marjorie because they get the private Thank bedroom. With the, air conditioner. with the air conditioner. With the air conditioner. So Lex and I are on the floor on a deflated air mattress. <laughs> oh, and we're pressed up against each other. And Lex wakes up and I'm basically kissing her. And she goes, Hi. I go, Hi. <laughs> She goes, I think we're the only ones up right now. And I go, I think we are. And she goes, let's take inventory. So Lex turns around. She goes, okay, there's Lori. Lori's on top of the couch. There's Julia on the other couch. There's Colleen. There's Chris Reavers. Ina Marjorie in the other room. She goes, where's Donnie? <laughs> and I said, I don't know. So I got up and I'm looking. I go, I don't see him, Lex. Lex goes, I'm going to go outside. So we go outside. Hand Oprah, one of the funniest images in 20 years of the station. I go on the lactation, Lex and I go on the lactation station, and Donnie is half naked, passed out in the recliner in the lactation oh station. God. He had slept in the lactation room oh, it was perfect. all night. It was perfect. It was so it Donnie. Was perfect. Chris Reaver's shoes, by the way, took up half the trailer, too. Yes. Yeah. I mean, there was, they were huge. And are we going to talk about the Army base? We are. Oh. Because we're going to do that. We're going to take a break, though. When we come back, we're going to wrap things up. Our final thoughts as we celebrate 20 years of My Talk Live from Lush. We'll be back right after this. Happy birthday! Here's a little My Talk trivia question for you. Remember the Dear Diary segment on Jason and Alexis, where teenage actresses read diary entries from Don's adolescence in Missouri and Alexis's diary entries that she made when she was living in what state? Was it A, Massachusetts, B, California or C, New Jersey. We'll have the answer when we return on My Talk 1071. Happy birthday! Welcome back to the My Talk 20th Birthday Bash, presented by Chanhassen Dinner Theaters. When Alexis was making her diary entries back in the early 90s, she was doing so when she was living in the state of New Jersey. We climbed the tree in Lori's backyard. Keith went first, and when Maureen and I looked up, we saw his big ass. It's <laughs> 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 just the thought of Alexis saying big ass weenie. <laughs> 
This is our, sadly, our last segment in the 20th anniversary birthday bash for my talk. I know. Live here at Lush. Hey, before we get talking about military and everything, we don't want to forget because, my goodness, um, we're the most conspicuous members of this crew, of this family, but we wouldn't be here without Jess and Brooke and, and who come, they're in our promotions department. They come here hours before we do. They do the hard work. We really do nothing. They make us look good. We walk in. They make our jobs easy. So thank you. Thank you to the... Whoever said that, that was Paul Black. Well, go eat it. Go drink a Frappuccino. But, uh, and then our engineering staff, uh, all of them, again, they're here. I don't want to keep it. Grant back at the station. Grant's done a fantastic hey, job Grant. producing. And then, sincerely, I was just joking with the audience... This show is produced to uh, Amy Daniels and Rocco and myself. Uh, I, I was drunk half the time from a cruise ship producing this with Amy and Rocco. But I'm telling you, one of the most creative people in radio, in this business, who's done great creative work, Rocco. Rocco. DJ Rock Lobster. Clump, clump. Thanks to clump, Rocco. Clump in the house. Clump, clump. We have, uh, yeah, wherever Rocco is, we love you, buddy. You've made this show so very special. Okay, Marjorie brought up military, probably one of the most special uh, uh, Project Down and Dirties that we did. Marjorie, when you think of our military one at Camp Ripley, what do you, what do you think of? I like the Army. <laughs> uh, we had the best time. Oh, we kind of did. They were so good to us. Uh, it was so much fun. Um, but I don't remember a lot. <laughs> I was the one who jumpstart something for you. Go. There was a lot of liquor involved in that one too. Yeah. I, my memory is always Julia stumbling into Funny. the morning show. Um, Funny story. About yeah, you my, know, do you know what happened the night before that? No, I was hoping. See, oh. this is the second oh. time you've had my back. So oh. what we're happened not, before that we're morning, Colleen? Listen, we made a pact that we would never tell the whole story, but what we will tell you. I'm a performer. Bradley, Bradley. Oh, you could call oh, it that. You, have, you are spectacular. You finally did my do. You did a show that was probably ten times longer than what Steve did, and we were laughing twice as hard. Oh, we have okay. never laughed so, so hard, hard for a solid hour, yeah. unintentionally. Yeah, set the stage. The three of us in the barracks had gone back to bed. Again, we were like all in beds next, next to, to each, each other. other. The three of us. Lori was like, yeah, I'm out. Yeah, so she went down together. to the end and put her headphones on, a mask, and was reading a book and putting on makeup and doing 20 <laughs> other things. And Julia climbs on top of one of the beds and begins to launch forth into a comedy routine I don't even know how to describe. Well, we can't. No. no. We're no. actually not no. allowed to. Were you being Brenda? It might have been Brenda. I don't know who I was. The three of us yeah. were tucked in. We were tucked into our beds, and the three of us are all in a line with our eyes wide open, laughing hysterically. You are very talented. There were moves that I have never seen before. <laughs> Thank you very much. Accurate. Well, and thanks to all of you, my talkers, who have raised hundreds yeah. and hundreds of Th thousands no of dollars. Yeah. You, all of you. 
Now, we have about four minutes left. I think we should end how we started, uh, and that's with Ian. He has some closing words for us today uh, as, uh, yeah, as we say goodbye. I, I wish they were as profound uh, as this moment deserves to be, but I will tell you just from us, uh, Ian and Marjorie, that we, we together were at the station really from the beginning, but then since then, it's an, you know, that's 10 years kind of without me. I left in 2012 to go get my PhD. And I wanted to say something about, I mean, other than Steve and Donna, you think about this crew that's up here, it was the same crew as when we left. And that does not happen in radio. It doesn't happen in talk radio. And I want to say something that I think, I don't hope you can appreciate it, to this day, if Marjorie said, I heard Bradley say, it could only be Bradley Trainer. If it's Colleen, it could only be Colleen Lindstrom. If it's Jason, there is only one Jason we saw on TV that we were talking about. If it's Alexis, that's the, oh, well, other than the fact that Alexa immediately comes on in our house. Right. There is only one Alexis. And Lori and Julia and Sonia Ungerman, who does our sales, and Dan Seaman and Amy, they are still just first name basis with us and they will always be with us as I'm sure you will feel about them as well and that is something that needs to be applauded because that never happens that's a special crew and they deserve this this moment Colleen just ripped the earpiece out of my ear that's that was planned. <laughs> it was, we need to lighten up a little bit, but anyway. Uh, well, we, we wouldn't be here without you guys and, and without you, the friends uh, that have been with us from the beginning. And we have the freedom. I said this a little bit at the beginning, and I teased the end. And here's the end. Um, and I think everyone will nod their head in agreement. We wouldn't be able to go on the air every day and put on the shows that you guys love without the leadership that we have. Um, Ian said this team is rare. The freedom we have is rare. Um, we are given guidelines. We're given respect. We, I said that because they're standing right there. Yeah. Right. I was going to say we do. I, I, we, but let, just trust us when we say this. We've all worked in other places. A lot of us have worked at other broadcast companies. They've hired us to do the jobs that we're hired to do, and they trust us to do the jobs that we do. That doesn't happen. Uh, that kind of freedom is better than any paycheck, better than any vacation policy, better than anything, because we can turn on that mic and we are free to be ourselves. And that is a gift that is given by our, by our leadership, by Dan and Amy and Sonia and Jenny. That is a rarity and as rare as this team is, it starts at the top. You know, the old fish, I'm not going to say that. That's the negative version of it. Mm. But it starts at the top. That's why you're our zaddy, Jason. You just are. You are the biggest Don't make zaddy. me cry. I've gotten through this whole damn show about crying. It. You've done a great job. Let's give a big round of applause to you. Thank you. Thank you, Thank you so much. Zaddy Johnny Carson. Our, our show would have stunt today. <laughs> the first words Julia said to me was, thank you for giving me the day off today. That's right. Thank you to all of you here at Lush. Thanks to the crew at Lush. Thanks to all of you in your cars and your houses and your kitchen that have listened to us from the beginning and hopefully will be with us for another 20 years. We love you all. 
Go out there and be yourself. Nobody can tell you're doing it wrong. We love you, my talkers. Have a great day.